Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It's Fightful's The Hump with uh, Jimmy Van and Sean Ross Fightful.com. What's up, you guys? Sean Rossap. Welcome to Fightful. It is November 22nd, 2023. We're here to help you hump. What what good is a stuffing if it doesn't come from humping? Oh, what? you had that one prepared and ready to go? No, I didn't. I really didn't. Really? I didn't. Okay. okay. I didn't. I'm not going to tell anybody that we're going to prep their gravy for them for the next 60 minutes. From all this humping we're about to do, uh, leave a thumbs up on this video. It greatly helps us. Get your super chats in at youtube.com slash Fightful. That's how we got these nifty little uh, play buttons for hitting 100K. We also have Humper Chats over at humperchats.com. That allows you to leave your question statement before we go on the air. All that stuff. We'll be talking about a lot of things that we have reported at fightfulselect.com. And Jimmy... Right after this, just $5 a month, $54 a year. We'll be over at FightfulSelect.com for the 200th edition of The List Goes On, where I am going to have some AEW news on the Swerve Hangman match. 
as well as some AEW injury news. Some good AEW injury news. Oh, good. On the list goes on today. So, uh, yeah, please join us over there as well. Support original reporting in this day of aggregation and lack of context. Oh, yeah. And quite frankly, people deciding that we reported things that we didn't report, which will be a topic today. Jimmy, how you doing? Doing good. Doing good. Glad to, glad to be back on the show, and I'm so glad of the week that it is. But I think I know somebody even more glad, and that would be Sean Ross Sapp. How happy are you that Survivor Series is finally here? I am painfully anxious. And like at one point, Jimmy, my plan, because usually WWE does a junket before pay-per-views, was to fly from Lexington to Chicago. The place where the junket would have been was within walking distance of the airport. Mm. I would have went there. Then Friday, I would have flown to Charlotte, driven to Winston-Salem, stayed overnight, done dozens of interviews, Drove back to Charlotte, flew to Cincinnati, then uh, watched the Bengals game Sunday. Also, Doja Cat is in Charlotte Sunday, <laughs> which I really wanted to see. And now, Jimmy, the Bengals star quarterback is out for the year. So I, I have that. already planned to go to Cincinnati and not enjoy myself in Winston-Salem. But last year I got COVID, so it's probably best. That- so why didn't you do Chicago then if, if, uh, if you there's could no junk at Friday and oh, I don't no blame I don't blame them uh, for why they told me to, because I was like, hey, y'all doing a junket? They're like, well, no, we didn't want to tell talent, hey, we got to pull you away from your family the night before to make sure you get to Chicago. Oh, that's cool. Friday morning. And I, th- I really respect that. So I was too, yeah. one of those things where I was like, okay, yeah. Well, I have seen people lately on social media, you know, I, I, I like to use the Twitter as a gauge. I've seen people lately, media illiterate people, Sean Rossap. Yeah, a who lot are- of them who are claiming that Sean Ross Sapp is backpedaling on the CM Punk news. And I, I'll tell you this as like, I guess I'm an outside observer, but I'm not in a way, I guess. Sure. It's completely made up. Like, like with all, with all due respect to you, I, I check out everything you do with all due respect to you. Sean never once said Punk will be there. He never once said Punk will not be there. He has simply said what WWE personnel have said to him, but people lately, because people are they, they're convinced Punk's going to be there, so now they're like, "Oh, Sean's backpedaling. Sean's backpedaling." So, what do you think? So, the thing that interests me the most is: Do you think the crowd's going to hijack the show, even though they have no. now announced Orton? No, you don't no, think they will. I, I I think that you might see some chance. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, but I mean, right now, fans are largely happy with the WWE product. It's a yes. hot product. Yes, it is. It isn't some like creative cave in which there is no light at the end of the tunnel. People are by and large enjoying what they see on WWE programming as highlighted by this show selling out or nearly selling out while CM Punk was still like doing AEW stuff like this. People had, you know, this thing was a pretty quick sellout, right? So, or at least a pretty quick ticket mover. Thousands and thousands and thousands of people decided they were going to go to Survivor Series while CM Punk was main eventing Saturday nights for AEW. Yeah, well, according to WrestleTix, uh, they've distributed now over 17,000 tickets for Survivor Series. Incredible. Plus, plus SmackDown on Friday, same building, they've distributed over 15,600 tickets. So they're going to have a couple of big crowds. Do you think that WWE uh, is planning to do anything to negate CM Punk chance, or do you think they're just rolling with it and... That's how it's going to be. So 
I'll go back to how I first got the information, right? Because around Fastlane, I probably would have been like, yeah, it would make sense if they just brought in Punk, et cetera, et cetera. Then three days later, I got that phone call from someone who works directly with Triple H, to my understanding, speaking on behalf of the company. And it was, we have no plans. He has not signed. We have not had talks. He is not expected at Survivor Series, and we don't want people getting tickets thinking that he'll be there. Since then, I have followed up with that person as recently as Monday, and they said nothing has changed. Now, uh, during that period, I thought, you know what? Triple H surely will shut this down. I know he's done interviews this week, and even when asked, hasn't like outright shut it down, hasn't offered up anything, like nothing, nothing at all. But from what I was told, he was expecting to be asked after Fastlane and was going to be like, well, don't expect him to be there. That didn't happen. Um, so nobody asked, and, and that was that. Punk has told his own friends he's not working Survivor Series. That's what he, he's told. He said that he is open to, to working for WWE in the future. I believe he's going to make attempts to mend fences, but here's the thing I brought up on NXT's post-show last night. So many things have happened since when he showed up backstage at Raw, un, like, unannounced. Sure, he made amends with The Miz. Sure, he extended his hand to Triple H. However, since then, there was the issue with WBD and Collision and that video shoot. He kicked Christopher Daniels and Ryan Nemeth out of Collision. He got into a fight. He got terminated. This wouldn't be a thing to even broach had those things not happened. Right. I'm not going to sit here and say CM Punk is not going to be at Survivor Series because it is pro wrestling. And the, the comparison that I draw is Dakota Kai did not know she was going to be at, at SummerSlam last year, two days before she was at SummerSlam. When I talked to Karrion Cross after the little Billy Batty incidents that we had, and we were chuckling about, and I was like, oh, so you're going back to WWE. And he's like, what are you talking about? And he was dead serious. He had not yet got that call, and he was on WWE TV less than five days later. It's pro wrestling. Anything can happen. I it wouldn't shock me to hear that CM Punk reached out to Triple H and had like a conversation or something like that or a let's smooth things over thing. WWE's internal stance, internal stance to me, to others that have asked and to talent and and creative by the way is that he's not planned for Survivor Series. I don't book the talent, so I can't say he won't be there. Yep. I just don't see anything for him on that show. So, I, so I, I know some people are talking about, oh, Shinsuke is calling out Punk. Shinsuke's not booked. I, I heard Survivor he wasn't Series. on the talent list for, right. for Survivor Series. That, right. That's what I heard. That can always change, obviously. It can, right? sure, sure. Right. Yeah, yeah. But he, but like he right now he's not. And when I look at the card, like he's not going to get involved with the men's judgment, uh, the men's board games. He's not going to. The only thing that would make maybe any sense is like he, he uh, faces Gunther after Gunther beats Miz. There's really nothing else. And so, – um, in the way that I look at it, last year Survivor Series had five matches. This year, it's got five matches right now. Yeah, War Games is going to go a little long, though. Saw some people bummed about No Devil at full gear, but No Devil with Adam Cole present seems like he's 100% the devil. Thoughts? And then Paul Moss says if Punk were to be the devil in AEW, any chance at all that Bucks would align with him? What a double swerve that would be. Uh, no, I think the money is in a Punk 
Bucks Omega feud, if anything. That would be the biggest angle in AEW history if that for some reason ever happened. But I was outright told he's not the AEW devil. I don't understand. So I know how wrestling fans like to fantasy book and stuff. I get that. Sure. You know, I'm like a business guy. How the guy was terminated with cause. And he was terminated with cause because Tony Khan, by his own admission, felt fearful for his safety. And when you terminate a guy with cause, there's no payout. And that's probably why they did it. They were comfortable with what they had in terms of legalities. Why would Punk go back unless he's really under financial pressure? Why would Punk go back when he's terminated with cause? And why would Tony Khan want him back after he felt that safety issue? The whole thing doesn't make any sense. When I saw people suggesting, oh, Punk's the devil, makes no sense. The guy yeah. was terminated with cause. I think there's no chance at all. And, uh, and people are just fantasy booking. We'll see what happens. I don't expect him there. And, and again, uh, like to, to your credit, or if that's even the right word, you've never said he's going to be there. You've never said he's not going to be there. People are throwing all this bullshit on, on social media to try to, uh, put shade on you for no reason. So we'll and just see how it plays I, out. And like, listen, I've, I've had people that are like, Oh, well you, you changed your mind on, on Vince not being involved in WWE. And I'm like, well, yeah. Cause he forced his way back into WWE. That's, that's the way that news works. You to sit there and try to pretend or ignore that news evolves, changes and adapts would be very bad at my job. Like that'd be very, very terrible. Uh, and I don't know, like I'm, I'm just, Oh, I want Saturday to come and go. I'm oh, so I, like, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. I, and uh, like, Listen, like I people there, I've had people say, Oh, you hate punk. I get along fine with punk. I wish the guy a happy birthday a couple weeks ago. He's like, Thanks, <laughs> it was a great one. Like, we get along just fine. Yeah. It's just unfortunately, the majority of the time that I've had to talk to that guy, it's something negative. And that's yep. unfortunate. I hate that because he is sincerely probably one of my top three favorite performers of all time to watch. And yeah. there is still to this day no match that I would ever want to see more than Stone Cold Steve Austin and CM Punk, even just for the promos. I Give me the promos leading up to WrestleMania. In right. fact, if I were WWE, I would talk to Roman and Seth and, and you know the, the other top talent and say, you know what we're going to do? We're going to try to bring him in against Stone Cold Steve Austin. Y'all don't got to see him. Y'all don't got to deal with him. He's going to work this program. We'll see if he can do it and behave and all that stuff. And it can do big business for us. It would. It'd do enormous business. Uh, it would It would go viral in an incredible way. And let's see how that goes. And you know what I would and do? To, to really see how serious Punk is? Uh, punk takes a stunner one, two, three. Yes. Just to see how serious Punk is. You know? Yes. Because, you know, 12 years ago, Punk wins that match, hands down. You got to yes. put the younger guy over. Today, yes. what's it matter? Yes, Today, what does it matter? Um, I agree. Did it hurt Kevin Owens? No, not one iota. Not not a single bit. Kevin Owens wanted to do it yep. for the love of God. Yeah. Um, like listen, that's sincerely the biggest match I want to see. And I don't care if it would be terrible in the ring. I don't give a damn. I want to see it, but yeah, yeah. I mean, Austin, people... Austin still took a suplex on the floor. There you go. You know what I mean? Uh, he can, you know, he can take a GTS. Let me let me tell you, buddy. I'm constructing a match next week where there's going to be some smoke and mirrors. 
so I know a little bit about that right now. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. Josh Mansfield says, wouldn't Punk still be under non-compete clause? So this is interesting. Punk said a couple months ago, you know what? I'm going to be uh, a free agent or I'm going to have all the time in the world for the next two months. Now, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. When WWE is telling me in October we haven't had talks, he's not planned. It's so funny because people will be like, have you ever considered they're lying to you? No, never, guys. Never considered that somebody in wrestling might be working. Never. Then I had people say, you ever considered they can't talk to him because of a non-complete? No, I completely ignored that too. That's why I asked multiple times after that period in which he said, and I will ask all the way up to Saturday evening at about 7 p.m. And I've told these people this too. I'm like, listen, you see the can of worms that this opened. So so I can tell you this just based on my experience. When you're terminated with cause, the non-competes negated. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't believe there was a non-compete. I think the reason that he said I got nothing to do for two months is because he was timing it when Survivor Series was. I think so too. I think yeah. so too. So I don't think there was a non-compete uh, because you, you give a payout when there's a non-compete. And in sure. order to give a payout, you're terminated without cause. And um, I want to so- make this clear too. Uh, when I talked to the person from WWE, 
they said, we don't want to set unrealistic expectations. I came back immediately and said, you are setting unrealistic expectations when your talent and commentators are very clearly doing tongue-in-cheek references to things that they can then claim plausible deniability on. Now, I'm not talking about completely ominous stuff like, where are you? I'm waiting for you. I'm talking about lines from punk promos and stuff like that. Very clearly, wink, wink, nudge, nudge type of stuff. Even like people said, well, Shinsuke used the GTS. When's the last time we seen him, seen him do that? Then? Been a while now, yeah. Been a while. Been over a month. Since Fastlane, since that talk specifically that I had, I'm not saying that I had anything to do with it, but I was very, I was like, you are setting those expectations. But like the things that people are finding now, we're not talking about a Bray Wyatt QR code here. We're talking about incredible stretches yeah. where people are just finding like a couple of words that might have been mentioned. We're yeah. talking about people finding like letters and URLs on Instagram that you can't even edit or change. It's it's just very, very someone strange. was looking at like the smoke in a graphic for Survivor series on the poster or something. Oh, yeah, they're they're definitely stretching for sure. Oh my god. Well, if you're trying to stretch your dollar. NordVPN can help. There is no product that we have promoted more on Fightful that I use while I'm awake than NordVPN.com slash Fightful. You guys have probably seen me anchored to my desk an awful lot for quite a while, and I've always got NordVPN on all my devices. That's because that's what NordVPN.com slash Fightful allows. You get the fastest VPN in the world on all your devices, on all your operating systems. It is so beneficial to have that versatility. Here at home, I put it on my router just in case, and I put it on my phone, laptop, desktop, PC, and smart TV. That allows you to get all the benefits. The online threat protection, the ability to change your virtual location with just one click, the ability to use that NordPass password manager, the file encryption tool, all that good stuff on everything. Also, you can subscribe to all those overseas services I'm telling you all about, all with 24-7 tech support and a 30-day money-back guarantee on top of an already amazing deal. Protect yourself on all your devices with nordvpn.com slash Fightful. Let's get into these super chats and humper chats, Jimmy. Call me crazy. says, people misinterpretate you saying what you're told, not what you believe is happening. You just report what you've been told. Now, there, there certainly is some element to what I believe is happening that has to go into the vetting process, but I don't get to, like, for example, there was a guy last year who was very brazen saying, Drew is winning the title from Roman at Clash of the Castle and was making bets and was trying to do little Twitter scoops based on that. It wasn't happening. It wasn't happening. It didn't happen. And that person let their agenda creep into that. Uh, what I say on a podcast as what I like or enjoy has nothing to do with the news writing uh, that, that we do because when it comes to that, I, I don't have a say in it. But I do have to exercise better judgment on some things. Like if a wrestler tells me something so ridiculous that I can't believe it and then it doesn't get verified, well, then I can't run it. Adam High, thank you so much. Paul uh, Anthony. Sorry, Adam High had a question. Uh, he just didn't put it in the super chat. Yeah. So uh, just so you guys know, if you have a question and it doesn't fit in the super chat, you got to up that super chat because uh, it basically, the more you spend, it uh, allows you to put a certain number of letters. But he didn't know that. So we're going to say, okay. just got in. Sorry if I missed it. Rumors are rampant in the NCAA wrestling world that Gable will return to wrestle second semester. Hearing anything? That wouldn't surprise me whatsoever he's pretty much gable steveson 
Yeah, he's yeah. pretty much got the ability to do whatever he wants. But uh, he was wrestling as of a week and a half ago. So right, right. I haven't heard anything. Too. Yeah. Paul Anthony Moss says, with Iron Claw movie coming out soon, do you think it's in AW's best interest to try to get some mainstream media exposure by doing promotion for it? Yeah, for sure. I would have Zach Efron and the other fella. I can't remember his name. He was on the Jeremy bear and shameless. Jeremy something. Yeah, Jeremy. Jeremy something. Is his name. <laughs> uh he's related to jake something from that's Impact right, that's Wrestling. right yeah yeah i think they should have him on jimmy sure i mean yeah i mean obviously uh they probably want payment like i don't know if uh you're gonna you know promote a movie i realize that mgf's in it but i don't know if you're gonna promote a movie for free but sure. uh but if you could do a trade-off and and get efron out there it might not be bad it's almost like exactly. uh savage slim jim flair in his energy drink you know what i mean there you go Jay Miller says, any updates on R-Truth or Dexter? R-Truth was filming a music video. I mean, R-Truth can be on screen doing what he does no matter what, but you do got to remember, the guy is 51 years old. There is a chance. Maybe he's like, you know what? I'm done. Um, Dexter, I just haven't heard of any creative plans. Have you heard of any WWE interest in Camille? <sighs> That's a little more complicated than just WWE interest, but I haven't heard, but I ha also haven't asked either. Seb says, why does Triple H hate Katana and Caden? They're the best women, but they prefer to uh, push makeshift teams. It was the same story in NXT. I don't think he hates Katana or Caden, or else they wouldn't be on the main roster or in WWE. They would be cut. Uh, I don't know that. I, I think they're they're missing that one personality thing from a character standpoint. I don't know them interpersonally but that will make them connect. And once they find that, that will help an awful lot. Chelsea found that. That's why she she stood out. But I think I, there's probably a tag title run in their future somewhere down the line, but I don't think Triple H hates them, Jimmy. Well, I will tell you this in terms of the makeshift team thing. So when they had that four-way match to determine top contenders on Raw, the first thing I noticed was that Tegan and Natty had matching gear. Yeah. And so, and well, so you, sort of, they did the matches, I mean, it was the same colors and everything. It was not the same. It was not the same. It wasn't pink the same. and blue. I think it, it was it? somewhat like you could tell that she went and found like what she found closest to Tegan's. It like, looked pretty close. Like they, they didn't look like a makeshift I'm a, I'm team. I'm going to pull it up. I'm going to pull yeah, it yeah, up. Yeah. Jimmy. Cause you know who did look like a makeshift team? Ivy Nile and uh, Maxine. They look like a makeshift team. Well, they were. They well, were. Yeah, exactly. Team exactly. Last week, I don't think it was. Exactly I thought they looked the pretty same. close. Maybe not exactly, but it looked pretty close to me. Like they look like mm. they're going with them as a tag team. I okay. So I was able to find the picture, and I will pull it up here but you will see what I mean as the picture gets pulled up. But also, I don't know if uh, fashion is something that I want Jimmy breaking <laughs> down here. See Adam Sandler okay. at the movie premiere? See what I mean? Amazing. Not, not quite the same. All right, fine. But it was, they, you know, you could tell they made some kind of an effort. An effort was made, yes, yeah. for sure. Yeah. For sure. The, the effort was made. Who do you see as the top WWE stars in five years? Where do you see WWE and AEW in five years? I think WWE will be number one. AEW will be number two. Uh, I think Rhea will still be right there among the top in WWE. She's young, yep. Um, and from the men's side, who do you look at? Montez Ford would be one that I could see near the top of WWE. Yep, Montez Ford. I mean, by then, you're talking five years. LNA's probably done. Uh, Cody will still be kicking. Cody will still be around. 
He sure uh, will. Rollins, maybe. Because a lot of the guys now are getting up in their 30s. I mean, they'll be and... in their early 40s. They'll still be doing it if they want to. LA Knight's like 42 or 43 now. Yeah, but like Rollins, if Reigns wants to, Cody wants to, they'll still be there. How old is Reigns now? 37, 38? 37, 38. So, yeah. Yeah. He'll Especially when Brock you're working schedule. 11 matches a year, right? Yeah. He'll be on the Brock schedule three or four matches a year at that point. Yeah. Yeah. On the AEW side, uh, MGF's going to be there unless by then he goes to WWE. He's really young. So, MGF's yeah. going to be there. Uh, who else is there? How old is Swerve? Because Swerve is starting to make a run now. 33. So, he'll still okay. be there. He's making a run. So, Swerve's going to get a shot. Uh, I don't know about Daniel Garcia. Daniel Garcia is going to be really He's good really for young a really too. long time. Yeah, he's gonna be, he's gonna be. I think the the next generation's Brian Danielson, in my opinion, but uh, in his own way, he's got such a different charisma to that of Brian Danielson, where I, I compare different. it. I compare it where obviously like wrestler first, but we have seen it shine through with his personality and all that as well. Tony says Mox Mox finally gets to face his hero kill shot. Yep, a continental classic. We're gonna be talking about it. Amir says, any update on Mania 41? Last I heard was Minnesota was in the running, or at least that's what they want people to think. We got, uh, here we go. Uh, Matthew Hook says, thoughts on the Continental Classic? AEW killed it. You want to talk about and, that now? Uh, yeah, Bill says, Continental Classic will hump. No Kenny Omega. Once again, Jericho screws us. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's funny. I uh, might be in the gone- minority. I, I must be in the minority. I really respect Chris Jericho a lot. I respect him a lot. Yeah, it's just at this point, the work isn't. I get it. I get it. But like he he was their MVP year one. If you don't have Chris Jericho year one. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he's still, he's still got plenty. Why no Don Callis camp family in the Continental Classic? I would have loved to have seen Takeshita in there. And Adam Heiss says, thanks for answering my previous question. Thank you, Adam. That You didn't have to do that, but I appreciate you doing it. I was actually, so, even though he's not under contract yet, I was expecting Osprey. I wasn't because he he set that stage and he said, I'm not coming over just yet, but next year I'm sure he'll be in it. So here are the rules of the continental classic, Jimmy Mm -hmm. 20 minute time limit, three points for a win, one point for a draw. Everyone banned from ringside. They are not permitting any outside interference, which also begs the question, why don't you just not permit that ever? (laughs) That should be a thing. But, uh, there's a gold league. There's a blue league. The winners of those two leagues face off at world's end. And uh, next year, the winner will uh, defend again. But it is for the New Japan Strong title. It is for the ROH World title and the newly minted Continental Classic Championship. And I see people saying, whoa, 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 we don't need more belts. This is quite literally adding nothing. This is consolidating two belts. With that third belt that is being added there, there is no new title for everybody that's like, they got too many titles. They've got the same number of cable TV hours as WWE, same number of title belts. Um, I think the complaint is because they have all the Ring of Honor belts on their show. I think that's the complaint. You know what? Same number of belts as WWE if you include or exclude ROH and NXT. Same same number. But... uh, Eddie Kingston kind of slipped up over the weekend and had said, like, I'm defending it in every match. Not necessarily. Tony Khan kind of backtracked on that today. They'll be on the line, but not for individual matches. But here are the leagues, Jimmy. The Gold League has John Moxley, Swerve Strickland, Mark Briscoe, Roosh, 
Jay Lethal, and Switchblade Jay White. The Blue League has Brian Danielson, Andrade, Brody King, Claudio Casagnoli, Eddie Kingston, and Daniel Garcia. I think this is a very, very good mix here. I saw a lot of people groaning over Jay Lethal. Listen, I'm with really? you. He hasn't had... Oh, yeah. I mean, listen, we got way too much of Jay Lethal with the Jeff Jarrett, Sanjay stuff. And I think a lot, some people just want to break, right? Want to break. He can go, Would though. You, you know? We're not talking like 2018. Hopefully, we see him go. Hopefully, this is what makes people go, oh, damn. But... Yeah. What do you think about the field, the rules, them them doing this? I feel if they would have announced this instead of the all-in thing and swapped the way they did those announcements, there would be a lot of different perception here. Different. But right. what are you thinking? So I'll be the first to admit that for me, this kind of a tournament doesn't appeal to me the way that it does, say, AEW's core fan base. Sure. And the sentiment that I've seen on social media now going back a few months has been AEW's losing its identity. AEW is not what it was <laughs> – four years ago so it's pretty clear to me that they're doing this because they want to appeal to that core base you didn't mute yourself sean ross up but they don't my bad want... i just gotta let people know i'm blowing <laughs> my nose right but they they want to i can't be doing it over here yeah i guess people are gonna check then, the reflection and then wiping after a gen but yeah. uh they want to appeal to their core base and and i'm all for that because i mean the numbers have been dwindling this year so i'm all for them doing that tony khan i couldn't help but notice that he referred to them as fighters did you notice that he didn't yeah. call them wrestlers talent whatever he called them fighters and so he's definitely trying to appeal to that core base that misses the in-ring because AEW was always about the in-ring not so much the stories and they've been trying, I think, to appeal. Somebody, I saw somebody on social media that said Tony Khan's trying too hard to uh, make everybody like him, or he's trying too hard to make to make everybody happy. You can't do that. And so I think he's trying to appeal to the core base. And uh, and I hope that uh, it sounds like everybody's excited about it. So yeah, I mean, I think that it made a lot of sense to do. I think that now, as a result, they need to scale back on other tournaments, like title contender tournaments and the like. The Owens. That's fine. I would scale back on other tournaments, even if this, even though this one is around Robin and much different. But is this going to be for it? Is that belt going to be like a once a year uh, tournament thing, like the Owen Hart Cup? So like they're going to be awarded it, but then they're not going to defend it on television because like why would no, you? No, I mean, here's here's to my understanding, is that that belt then becomes the triple crown within AEW, ROH, and New Japan. It is a title that is represented throughout all three. And then next year, that person is effectively going to put that on the line again in next year's tournament. At least as far, that, that's what I'm assuming. The winner will be in next year's tournament, they said. But that doesn't necessarily mean that person will still have that triple crown by then. Right. But it would make an awful lot of sense. Okay, the, I guess my only question is, if that's what they do with it, then if you could just get a title shot on dynamite any week, why do a tournament where you got to go through 12 guys versus just challenging the the champion on dynamite any given week? Like if that's the direction they're going, I, I thought that the belt was going to be a trophy like the Owen Hart cup. No, it's, it's a belt. It is a belt. They had it. No, I know it's going to be a belt. Up. Yeah. Yeah. But I remember when Braun won a tournament in Saudi and he got a belt, yeah. but it was a trophy though. Oh, right. Shit. Yeah, I thought it was greatest be... Royal Rumble. Yeah, yeah. I thought no, it was no, no. Be... He it was, he won a belt there. It was yeah, yeah. the big the yeah yeah. No, when I say trophy, I don't mean physically a trophy. I mean okay, the belt yes. was treated like a trophy. Sure, you're right. So you're right. I thought th I thought the tournament was going to be like that, but you're saying this is a belt that they're going to then defend 
regularly on television. Yeah. Uh, I, it appears, yeah, it's the triple crown. BL says, Jimmy, how are you liking the Leafs this year? Sorry for your Bengals, Sean. Uh, Jimmy is a, an Oilers fan. Uh, the Oilers are sucking shit. They're one of the worst teams in the league this year. And they so, sure uh, and so not much I can say. The only thing I'll say about the Leafs, they're very much like the Oilers. Their uh, defense and goaltending will only get them so far. The Oil the Leafs, as they're structured, are not going to win a cup uh, because their defense is shit and their goaltending shit. Kind of like the Oilers, except the Oilers aren't scoring either. So. They're doing all right so far. They're, they're outscoring their problems, the Leafs. That's what they're doing. That's all you got to do is outscore your problems one game at a time, Jimmy. Yeah, but come the playoffs when things are tight defensively, good luck. Yes. Alyssa says, I blame you for whatever happens this weekend, Sean. I, I appreciate that, Alyssa. I appreciate that. You know, here's a fun fact, Jimmy. Yep. Anytime you see somebody say some stupid-ass shit on the internet, you can if if you follow Alyssa here on Twitter, you go to that dumbass's profile, the, the dumbass, not Alyssa, and it will say followed by Alyssa, one hundred percent. Almost like almost like John Cena. John Cena's account follows everything. Listen, Chris Van Vliet too. I see a lot oh, of really? those as well, but he follows a lot of people. Okay, for okay. marketing reasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I told your BBF about apple pie, the drink. I know you don't drink, but does your family make the stovetop version? No, I don't. No, we don't. I'm sorry. We don't. I'm Stovetop I'm, version of what? St stuffing? Of, I don't know. I'm lost here, Van. I'm lost too. I'm lost too. Rock hard Joel Woods says, I think you said that you wouldn't be surprised if fences aren't being, being mended. Do you think Punk is actively trying to mend fences with WWE people he has heat with? He, he had told people that he was looking to do that in some capacity. Uh, but again, I got to be careful of what I say there. I'm not trying to cause an uproar. It's just that that's common sense to, to mend fences with the biggest company, but I can't speak to whether or not that's happened. K775 says, feels like Bailey or Priest is getting turned on Saturday. Pause. Uh, so I'm leaning on Bailey taking the pin and getting beaten up. So that, that that's the big thing. They're teasing dissension. They're not going to have both of them yeah, leave their respective groups. But considering the nature of damage control, which is four people plus Bailey and Dakota Kai could come back in a couple months, I could see Bailey getting attacked and then sort of helping out Shotzi, Charlotte, Bianca. But again, why would they trust Bailey? Yeah, it's true. I mean, I don't think nothing, I don't think anything is happening with Judgment Day so long as Damien's got the briefcase and the champion is a babyface. Yeah. So I don't think a turn has happened in there. Bailey, for sure. I mean, they're really teasing it. I could definitely see Bailey be the one to eat the pin. Doesn't mean they're necessarily going to turn on her like right after the match, but I, I think it's going to continue to go in that direction. And then I could definitely see Bailey, Charlotte, and Becky realigning. Uh, too bad Sasha's not around. But I, but I could see those three realigning once the split happens. Yeah. Uh, Ryan says, Sean, are you surprised WWE hasn't approached their free agents to start extension talks? What are the contract statuses of Cody, Charlotte, and Seth? Cody's got like at least into 2025, at least. Charlotte, I don't know. Seth, I am working on nailing down. Uh, there are a lot of you know, Twitter rumors, but nothing 100% confirmed. And uh, I don't I do not do the Twitter rumor stuff. But uh, yeah, I'm surprised they haven't approached a lot of their people. I'd be trying to nail down Becky, Drew, Owens immediately. Tony says, how much of a standing ovation did Hangman and Swerve get when they came to the back? Wrestle votes really have loved the match too. Seeing has that has me curious if you've heard of WWE stars, employees 
about their thoughts on the match. Well, D Russell Votes is not a current WWE employee, but yes, I've heard. I was talking to some WWE talent that were, you know, were very that were in favor of it, enjoyed it, thought that that's what that match and that feud needed. So yeah, I've heard some positive stuff. Let's talk full gear uh, for a minute now. So okay. first thing I want to talk about was the Texas death match. And I wanted to ask you, you're, you're more up to speed on social media than I am. I thought it was a career or a star making match for swerve. And I yeah. saw negativity on social media about swerve afterwards. What the hell was that about? Is that people trying to, uh, steal people trying thunder? to, people trying to steal thunder, uh, be goofy little farming engagement assholes to you know, capitalize on stuff like that. Like, listen, if there's something worth criticizing him over, sure. But like now that you can get money off of stupid ass replies, yeah. you're going to see some of the dumbest bullshit you've ever seen. That's why I make fun of it all the time. And I'm like, Brett or Sean, no matter what. Yeah, I see that. It's just yeah. and, and what I, I'm actually happy that the number is dwindling from Twitter. I'm actually happy that Twitter's paying out less because hopefully there are people that won't see nearly as much benefit in saying stupid shit for the sake of, of doing it. You're right. always going to have those people that are, losers and do it for free anyway but still glad that it's not nearly as as rewarded the only thing i'll say negative about that match hangman and swerve was the blood drinking uh just because We're it's talking about it right after this on fightful select okay 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 maybe maybe then you'll enlighten me so just just as a as a fan <clears throat> if that was pre-approved and i'm gonna assume it was i don't think that they would improvise that if that was pre-approved even if they were tested beforehand that's there's so many risks with ingesting blood. And I realized that hangman did the, did the spit afterwards, but there's so many risks with ingesting blood. It doesn't belong in a wrestling match and uh, Tony Khan should know better. But aside from that, I had no problems with the match at all. People were talking about it. It was too violent. Loved it. Have you seen stuff with friggin' Abdul, the butcher and Mick Foley and Terry Funk in the so, murders? There was I nothing mean, worse in that. Yeah. Match. You would have people all the time say, well, it's too violent, buddy, in the 80s. Oh, good God. It was what, ridiculous. Because they, they busted out a cinder block and right. Hangman drank the blood. All right. Well, I mean, they used to bleed buckets all over each other. Yes. Hey, maybe go look at uh, Dusty Rhodes' forehead or Devon Dudley's forehead or anybody yes. like that. that oh, should, Abby. Abby would put <laughs> Abby would put quarters in there as like a as like a prank. You know what I yep. mean? Bruiser yep. Brody, like as a fan in the eighties, I watched a lot of like Abdullah Bruiser Brody, uh, and, and, you know, stuff in Japan, the original Sheik hangman swerve was pretty tame with the exception of the blood drinking, the blood drinking, I don't think should have happened. And I think that Tony should be smarter than that. <laughs> okay. You're obviously you're going to tell me some stuff. I don't know later. I love well, it. No, I loved it. I, I didn't love it for me, yeah. but I love, I thought it's Listen. a danger. It's a dangerous spot. They shouldn't do it. It and, is, and, you know, and especially you got to remember too, this is a different world now than the eighties. They got corporate sponsorships. You're right. You're right. You and, the, and the, the pizza cutter spot cost them dominoes. Exactly. So, exactly. I mean, yeah, they got to be smarter oh, than that. Everything else though. Everything else. Amazing match. So here's, here's my method. I used to do match ratings, right? But I really hate anything that conjures up a, a negative reaction by design and too many people would just whine and bitch. So now what I do is I say, okay, I'm not rating matches, but if I see one that hit my 10 out of 10 on a scale, I'll say that this one hit 10 out of 10 on my scale. Like I thought for pro wrestling, Ooh, it was perfect. It was so perfect. And 
to the person uh, that, that sent the Humper chat asking if it hit my 10 out of 10. Yes, I know I didn't announce it on the post show. My bad. Uh, I will put together like a running document of those and we'll, we'll do it on select or something because I thought about doing a rewatch of some of those, but thought it was amazing. Yeah, I had no issue with it. And, and it was funny to me that, and again, I understand they do it for clout. I get it. But a guy like Jim Cornette, who was around for so much shit in the 80s, to complain about it, it 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 definitely felt like a clout thing. I I had no issue with it, and again, uh, maybe because I'm an old school fan watching it, it was no more violent than anything I've ever seen uh, in in wrestling matches, aside from the blood drinking. Like I I think that Tony Khan's got to be smarter than that in a corporate world, but otherwise. There was nothing in there that made me go, oh, my God, that's too violent. Nothing at all. I thought they played it off so well. Like, I, I've mentioned this on the air. I was a little bit like, oh, really, Swerve's doing some of this interview in character. I see now why he didn't want to step out of character one bit for our interview last week. And I completely understand that. And I'm like, all right. So now down the line, I'll ask him a little bit more about that and, and, the, and the process behind it. But everything that I heard was there was a lot of give and take there. But. You know, Brian Alvarez had kind of put it out there. Will Washington had a lot to do with this. That makes me really damn proud that a guy that did such great work at Fightful is over there doing such incredible things. And Jimmy, you know what they say? Red means green. I've long sang the praises of athleticgreens.com slash Fightful, specifically AG1. Vitamins and minerals, pre and probiotics to help keep you from getting sick, that phytonutrient blend, the digestive support that regulates your digestive system, the immunity support, the adaptogens, plus that energy and metabolic support. I'm going to tell you how it's affected me personally. My digestion is way better with AG1 through athleticgreens.com slash Fightful. I don't get sick nearly as much. I got those pre and probiotics, that immunity support. I take a lot less caffeine throughout the day because I've got that energy and metabolic support. My metabolism has improved tenfold since using AG1. And as I always say, you want to be drinking your multivitamin. Right now, you get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3 plus K2 and five free travel packs when you go to athleticgreens.com slash Fightful and get AG1. Whether I'm at home or on the road, one scoop or one pouch, eight ounces of water, drink it, you're good. Athleticgreens.com slash Fightful. Let's get to these Super Chats and Humper Chats. We got plenty of them. Get them in right now. Humperchats.com, YouTube.com slash Fightful. Matt Hennessy sent a big one. Big thank you, Matt. You're always like so generous to us, and that means a lot. It says Triple H's patience with getting certain acts over starting to pay off. Dragon Lee getting good reactions. Oh, he got a great reaction against Axiom. It says there were Johnny wrestling chants in Gargano versus Kaiser. His patience is starting to pay off, and it's great to see. That is important, Jimmy. Like, how many times have we seen them? Well, here's Veer for two weeks. Well, now Veer's gone. Like, you don't give these people any semblance of time to get over. And that's something that I had heard, Jimmy, was important to Triple H. He wants every time they go back to the same building, he wants those people to be over just a little bit more. Just a little bit more. I think that's a smart method. No, I mean, you could definitely see, you know, Hunter's got his favorites just like everybody else. And you can definitely see who you can see who he wants to get over. My only gripe is that I would like to see more character development mm -hmm. because uh, kind of like what you talk about with AEW all the time, Dragon Lee's a great worker, but I've seen guys like Dragon Lee a hundred times. So I would, the reason that Rey Mysterio became a big star wasn't just because he could go in the ring. He became a big star because he had this character that people could very easily invest in emotionally. He was a likable kind of character 
Dragon Lee, I want to see more of that. I want to see more character development out of him. And uh, Gargano, too. I will, I'd like to see more of that. Gargano, we saw that he's got a sense of humor. They showed yes. that before. I think so, they got to get him over in the ring first, and then you highlight that. You highlight the main thing that can get them over, which is the in-ring, and then you see the personality. Uh, we Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. We got Rob Ron saying thoughts of the Hausman MJF report about WWE thinking he's quietly re-signed with AEW. Well, I would imagine if they haven't had talks with him, that's what they think. That's what I believe too, but there's no evidence to prove that he has re-signed. But I think he's he's almost certainly re-signed. We've talked about this a couple times on this podcast. Like Tony Khan would be batshit crazy to put MJF all over his show. Almost in every segment, it feels like. He's got four guys that want a, a title shot. He'd be crazy to put them all over a show if he didn't have them re-signed. And so that alone tells me that. Kind of like he did with Cody and Jade. <laughs> a little bit Maybe, different stuff. MJ, MJF, though, is everywhere. MJF's like almost I agree. every quarter. You know? I agree. Bizarro Big L says, hey, fellas, don't know if anyone asked, but uh, how big was Bray's influence on Swerve? You know what? I don't have an answer to that. Um I only spoke to Bray personally a couple times. I, I can ask Swerve, but uh, it's at you know an appropriate time when I would ask that. Says the subtle tribute at Full Gear was nice. It was nice that he included Bray's design on his his tights. Do you think uh, Swerve is using some Bray psychology for inspiration? Yes, one hundred percent. Swerve is so smart, and he takes inspiration from a wide array of people, from John Cena, from Chris Jericho, and of course from Bray Wyatt. Uh, any number of those people for sure says uh, great holiday. Mine's off to a great start. Matt Canada is gone. Well, you know what, buddy? I wish somebody else was calling the plays in Cincinnati as well. Van Twinblade says apple pie is a shine. You take apple cider, apple juice, boil them in a pot, throw cinnamon sticks in, let it go for two hours, add a handle of Everclear, let it cool, then filter it back in the jugs. You got liquid in. Okay. Um, none of my family are big drinkers and I've never drank. So not a thing I've done. That is very interesting though. And honestly, the the rest of it sounds pretty delicious. Bronson meat says Sean and Jimmy collision is three hours goes head to head against survivor series. Does this Saturday's collision hit its lowest rating to date? No, no. I, I think that actually the one against SmackDown yep. was, it will be lower because naturally fewer people are going to be watching Peacock than are watching Fox. I agree. Now, if he's talking about, is it going to be the lowest in his regular time slot? Maybe. Probably. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the one on Friday, I mean, what did they hit Two less than 300 on Friday, which wasn't again. I saw a lot of people like uh, WWE loyalists, like, like celebrating practically. It wasn't unexpected, man. You're yeah. going against a broadcast television show in his regular time slot. And whenever you move nights, there's always going to be a hit. So it wasn't. Understood. I'd get the hell off that night, though. I'd get off I Friday. Agree. I'd get off Saturday. I would ask him for Thursday. Well, oh, so I talked about this on, on social media and, and people were hitting me up saying, well, it's Warner Brothers decision. And they're not wrong, but sure. a lot of it has to do with Tony not wanting to be on a football night. Right. Yeah. So it limits I mean, what you can do. I'd ask for Tuesdays. I'd go back. To, I would I'd go back against NXT, man. Like, yeah, anything you can do. Plus, if you do Tuesday or Thursday, you get the back-to-back -back nights uh, for talent. You can get. I don't think they should be doing back-to-back -back nights for venues because mm. boy, will those that that will hurt ticket sales. But mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I agree. Saturday's not good. What's the likelihood the ROH would take over Rampage for the Friday slot after World's End? Not happening. Not happening. They've they've. 
that'll get worked into whatever the next deal is. It's just not going to happen. Call Me Crazy says WWE's been doing a lot of international pay-per-views. They have, and it's very smart. Uh, it globalizes your brand. It adds buzz. And also, it has shown that people will tune in in the afternoon to watch wrestling. I love watching afternoon wrestling, Jimmy. And they're getting sight fees. Yeah, uh, and, yeah, That's a big reason why they're fees. doing it. Yeah, They're getting sight fees. KE775 says, I don't think that Punk shows up Saturday, but I think there's a decent shot he does something in WWE this next year. I can see Endeavor pushing for it. Yeah, if I could, if I were Endeavor and I could sign him to some sort of Endeavor contract where maybe he does some MMA commentary, maybe he does some WWE appearances, maybe he can do one thing or another. That way, in case some bad shit happens in WWE, they can just switch him over. Well, there you go. It's a unique dynamic because Ari's always made it clear. Like Dana White heads up the UFC side, Nick Khan heads up the WWE side. Sure. So it's, 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 and, and I'm sure that they would want Hunter's input because Hunter knows a lot more about punk than any of those guys. So yeah, it's an interesting situation they got going on there. We have so many super chats. James Stallings says, so happy Daniel Garcia is getting a chance to compete. Show what he can do. Have you seen the new belt, Sean? I have not. I have not seen the new belt, but I'm very happy because Daniel Garcia has, I don't want to say is underused, but underutilized probably. Uh, speaking of that, is there a reason why Eddie Kingston defends the ROH title and New Japan Strong title together? Because he wants to and because it's important to him. He said that he likes doing that. It, he, he wanted to hold a title in New Japan that was very important to him. He also wanted to hold a title in ROH, and now he wants to establish a triple crown. It's important to him. That's why. Joel Wood says, since Hammerstone is a free agent in 2024, what percentage do you have him going to WWE? I'd be shocked if he didn't get a WWE tryout, Jimmy. Alex Hammerstone, yeah, he almost looks like a young hunter, Triple H sort of. He's 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 because he's got that look, he's got the physique and the blonde hair. Oh, buddy, and... hold on, wait till I show you him with his long hair. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. But no, 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 Jimmy, no. Oh no, I'm talking about before, not now. Okay, okay. Like this guy used to get so many comparisons. Yeah. Uh, before he, he did that, like, and he's got he, the, he, he specifically cut his hair and changed up his look to not look like Hunter to not look like Hunter for a while. Okay. Okay. And this is what he had looked like before. If I can pull this up, hate the dead air, but you know what? It's no, he, story. he's got the classic WWE aesthetic. Like people used to joke around. Yeah, there you go. Holy shit. And he said that he never tried to look like him, but it just. Happened. Wait a second. The guy on the left was Hammerstone? That was Hammerstone. Put yes. that up again. Put that up again. I thought they were both pictures of Hunter. I honestly thought they were both. Are you kidding? No, that's him. Here's here's another one. In the same gear. He looks <laughs> a lot different now. Oh, yeah. He's, his hair is brighter. He's yeah. like, He tried to separate himself. Oh, my. Want... I've never seen that. I've never seen yeah. that. Wow, he and really looked like him. Also, incredible in the ring. Can compete at a main event level. I, I would definitely see him getting a shot. Any word on AEW on Max? I think what will happen is all of it will be shopped together. I think that's what's going to happen is the whole deal is going to be shopped together. It says, I think announcing shows months in advance like WWE does would help. And what should they do to get their ticket sales up? Jimmy, you have had a lot of great ideas that you have mentioned in the past about that. Uh, overpriced. 
Uh, they do very little local marketing. There's been so many people on social media that have said, I didn't know. Because if you don't watch Dynamite every week, you got to remind these people. And there, a lot of people on social media have said, I didn't know that they were in town until like the week before. So uh, overpriced. And let's be honest, uh, creative. And I, I was going to talk. I don't know if we got time now unless I do and all this goes on. I was going to talk about how I don't think MGF's babyface character is working. Oh, I do. Nope. I, I didn't like the creative of Full Gear at all, but he's, I think he's very good. But oh, I think no. it was way overbooked. So I, so I, so what I'm saying is not an indictment on MJF. MJF's a generational talent. He can go in the ring. He can talk. He can improvise. He's got good comedic timing. I'm not talking about an indictment of MJF. The babyface character, the run of the babyface character is not working. And when you look at. I think it is. No. No. So how is, how is it not? Okay. So traditionally in pro wrestling for decades, what they use in part to gauge either an increase in business or a decrease in business is the world champion and the world title program. That's what they use as a gauge has been forever. And whether it be, and you can always see a correlation, whether it be Hogan in the eighties, whether it be the NWO, whether it be Austin McMahon, whether it be the bloodline or on the other side of the coin, like Nash's champion wasn't a big draw. There's a correlation. MGF's been champion for a year. He's been a babyface for six months, whatever it's been. The problem, in my opinion, this is my opinion, is he's in a program that's high school shit. You know, I, I, I love the fans now, and I love my best friend, Adam Cole, and best friends stick together. That's what they do. And best friends have each other's back. I don't think people are buying it. I don't so, think it's world title caliber. So here's what I'll say about that. I have always thought, even dating back to Shawn Michaels, 96, when people – would criticize him. I'm like, no, imagine how bad ticket sales would be without him. If somebody else was up there with MJF, <laughs> he has had to battle the own brand being diluted, his own title being diluted by another guy, a huge controversy surrounding CM Punk. Not once, but twice he kind of experienced that. And then the guy he was established in a program with, tearing up his ankle like there there have been constant hurdles thrown so i don't disagree there. with you at all like 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 creative has been a problem and going into all in remember i told well, you going not, into not all even creative just injuries and fights well, and all that and then splitting too? up the shows and all that like it's it's not easy you effectively like diluted your own tickets by doing collision yeah, I like I don't disagree with you, but I think the direction of MJF has has played a part in it. And when I look at MJF as a heel, when he was a heel, right? He was the most offensive, the most controversial, the most disingenuous, the most abrasive heel probably since Piper in the mid 80s. Yeah. Right? He was the most offensive heel. When Piper turned babyface in 86, he turned babyface because the fans recognized a new new wrestler they hated, which is Adrian Adonis. And it was at a time when people didn't understand the gay lifestyle. It was a very different time. So here came Roddy Piper, who not only took the flower shop off the air, which people loved, but he came out and said, I'm not running for president. I don't want you to love me, but I don't fucking like that guy. And people were with it. That became his babyface run. MJF became a babyface for no reason. He became a babyface because... That isn't true. That really? isn't true whatsoever. No. <clears throat> he became a babyface almost on accident because... He got taken to the limit by Adam Cole, who he saw as a major threat. And he became friends with Adam Cole to avoid the threat of Adam Cole eventually dethroning him. Except in knowing Adam Cole, 
he realized, oh, I took a lot of shortcuts to get here, but I'm actually really, really good at this. And the qualities that he pretended to have are now qualities that he has, and he's not saying anything. You've got one show, WWE Raw, talking about Seth Rollins, who I like, and they're talking about, wow, breakneck pace, breakneck pace. He wrestles once a month. MJF is wrestling twice every pay-per-view, wrestling twice, uh, wrestling against Daniel Garcia on Collision. He has become a fighting champion and developed this confidence and all this stuff, while also very clearly being like an over-the-top white meat babyface, while also saying, no, I am still a piece of shit, and I'm not changing any of that. He doesn't change necessarily what he is, except for the over-the-top white meat babyface thing. And along the way, the it's like he faked the role so much that he faked it until he made it. That's that's what he did with that title. He was you know he was convinced that he needed to fake being friends with Adam Cole, and now it's just second nature for this guy to be world champion, compete in these top title matches to the point to where Daniel Garcia said, "Give me one," and he said, "Yeah, okay." Like I think we have seen the evolution of MJF as a character within this championship along the way here. Like that's, that's how I view it. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I agree with you about the fighting champion thing. And again, I'm not trying to shit on MJF because I think a lot of MJF I'm mm-hmm. talking about the creative, the creative direction. Like when I saw him at the post pay-per-view scrum and he was saying, I love the fans so much. I love my best friend, Adam Cole so much and best friends stick up for each other and best friends. And I just watched that. And I thought to myself, that's not a world title program. That's not going to, that's not going to put butts in the seats. If Adam Cole is the, it devil, is when it is when the mega powers explode, Jimmy, they're not Hogan and Savage. Yeah, they are. They're way better. All right. All right. If Adam Cole is the devil and, and it sure seems like he's going to be, and I, well, I notice, I notice. let me, let me finish. I noticed the subtleties is at full gear with Adam Cole. Like he didn't try to hit Jay White with the with the Ring of Honor belt. He kind of slid it to him. He didn't really try too hard to get the ring to MJF. He just put it on the canvas so that Jay White could get it. They do these subtle teases so it looks like he's the devil. And I understand that the injury put a wrench in everything. But even though he's injured, I think they need to do the reveal because I think they need to wrap this up. I think they need to do the reveal. And if Adam Cole's too injured and can't wrestle yet, well, then have MJF take out his minions first to buy time, then do the match with Cole, beat Cole. I think they need to move on from this. And if I'm being very honest, I would go with the hot hand. I would have Swerve go over MJF for the belt. That's what I would do. I would do. Yeah, Swerve is the hot hand. And and again, you know, when you look at a building that did 7,000 the last time they were there, and now it did 3,000, you can't say that the world title program has nothing to do with it because it does like it, it's, it's an element. And I think that MJF against swerve is money. I think MJF chasing the title is money. I think MJF Cole's not. And, and I don't think it's going to, I don't think it's going to be a massive draw. I definitely think there's one thing we can agree on. Adam Cole's way more Jack than Hulk Hogan. Was, <laughs> so. And a nicer human being. How's that? That's for sure. A nicer That's human sure. being. There you go. We still got to get through these super chats. We got a bunch. K775 says, think we see any NXT call-ups post-Survivor Series? No, I'm thinking Rumble. Amir says, where's Ricochet? He got a uh, concussion a couple weeks ago. Did he? Okay. Yeah, and that that match. Uh, Tom Trench says, with cable companies bleeding subscribers percentage, do you think there's any chance that AEW's new media rights include some sort of streaming deal? Yeah, that's what I mean. I think they'll be packaged together, library, pay-per-view, TV deal. I think that's what they're trying to come to terms with. But if they can't come to terms with it with WBD, they'll they'll have to shop it elsewhere, Jimmy. 
the subscription thing actually is beneficial to AEW mm-hmm. because this is why they talk about live sports are supposedly DVR proof and, and wrestling's considered live sport. So that's not a bad thing for them about, about uh, yeah. cable cutters. We got uh, Mr. Acosta saying, I know the Continental Classic is going to be fun, but I wish there were a couple more newer guys so new stars can be made. Would have swapped out White, Lethal, and Mox since they just lost at the pay-per-view. Well, I mean, everybody's going to lose in this tournament. Nobody's going to run the table. But I do think it's good that they put Brody King in one bracket as a singles guy and put Daniel Garcia in another. To me, that that's a good couple of people to put in there where they're going to get highlighted, Jimmy. But what do you think? Uh, should be a showcase for Swerve Strickland. Swerve Strickland's got to win it. He's got to go undefeated. Like it, I just look at it like momentum. Look at LA Knight. You know what yeah. I mean? I think you roll with the momentum. I think that Swerve, you know, just being good in the ring's not enough, right? You have to have character development. Swerve's got that. And and uh, he beat at, he beat Hangman Page twice. He's got momentum. I think you have him uh, run the gauntlet, and Swerve wins it. And uh, not to not to uh, rehash, but I'd have him go after MJF. Win the win the tournament, and then go after MJF. Who do you guys believe will win both this Royal Rumble, both men and women? Do we finally get The Rock this year at Mania? I don't think The Rock's going to be at Mania. I'm, I'm tired of believing it. I think it'll be Cody and Becky winning the Royal Rumble. What do you think? Uh, Cody for sure, because they got to get him and Roman in there again. Let me see. So right now, Rhea is the Raw champion and EO is the women's champion, and they're probably going to do something. I think you're right, because I think they're going to do something with damage control and EO, maybe Bailey or something. And so mm-hmm. uh, that would leave Rhea and Becky. Yeah, I think you're good. Cody and Becky. Rock hard Joel Woods says, my complaint is the ROH and New Japan titles are being unified, but there's a lack of ROH and New Japan talent in the tournament. No, there's not. You've got uh, an ROH world champion in that tournament. you got a former ROH world champion in that tournament in Claudio. you got people that are rich in the history of ROH in there. New Japan, yeah, you can absolutely say that. I, I could definitely agree with that but is that something that you you have an issue with jimmy no uh they've been showcasing ring of honor belts on AEW television every week basically since they acquired the brand so i don't really think anything of it i do agree with people that said it would have been nice if omega was in there because he's one of their legendary sure. in-ring guys maybe even abushi is abushi full-time with them now technically i mean he's he signed full-time but i don't know how often he'll be over okay because he might have been an interesting one too Sure. But uh, but one thing I like about these tournaments is that you give newer people a shot. You, you give them an opportunity. And I think that's what they're doing with guys like Brody and, and Garcia and maybe even Jay Lethal. But uh, Swerve is the guy. I, I would, uh, I'd, I'd have, like I said, Swerve run the gauntlet in that tournament. Nick says, Sean, you're the GOAT. Fightful Selects is the best $5 in the business. Saturday is going to be must-see. Nick, thank you so much. It's very kind of you to say. I, I really appreciate that a lot. Uh, we're going to wrap up, guys, but we're going to get these in. AW need to turn MJF heel. That's the money act. I think right now they're 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 going to see how that goes, and if if it makes sense, I do think they will do it. I I think they'll he'll of course be a heel in the future. That's just the way that that MJF works. I think him as a babyface is okay, but but him in this current story is not. Yeah, John Taylor says no question this week. Want to tell you both I appreciate Fightful and Select best five dollars in the business. John, thank you so much. That's very nice of you. We greatly appreciate that. Uh, who do you think returns to WWE first, Mercedes or Trinity? And do, when do you think either one happens? I think after Trinity finishes up with Impact, she could head back to WWE. It seems like a slam dunk. And also, I think, could add a little bit of uh, of 
spice to uh, the, the Usos or, or Jimmy as yeah. well. I think that would be very, very cool to do. What do you think about B-Fab being hinted at joining Bobby and the Prophets? Good. Let's see if it works. Let's see if it works. And uh, I don't know what's going to happen with Ashanti the Adonis, but yeah. apparently they haven't had plans since Top Dollar left. So, Sorry, just joined. Do we know how Randy's doing physically going into Saturday? It's impossible for me to know that because his doctors didn't want him to wrestle, but we're going to find out. It's going to be made abundantly clear over the next month how he's doing physically. They'll be able to hide some stuff in more games, though. Not a lot of bumping there. You have any expectations at all for Randy? I could see him leaning into doing the punt more <laughs> with spinal fusion, right? Like I could, I could see that happening. Will Chisholm says seeing Vince on the sidelines is still crazy to me. TKO doing Vince like Vince did his dad. Vince bang bust his dad too, didn't he? Eh, Not really. Of. I mean, his, his dad willingly sold him the company, but yes, he didn't that know is he, true. He didn't know he was going to go national. But, yeah, and you know. he also often said that if he did know, then probably wouldn't have sold it to him. But I right. uh, just wanted to wish you guys a happy Thanksgiving for whatever you're doing tomorrow. Jimmy, after I hose myself down after mock swerve, I'll start smoking turkey legs, ribs, and pork belly meat forever. I have to eat a meat normous meal in the future. Like, I've got it. Like, I always hear about how this dude smokes stuff. Oh, is that right? I, oh, yeah. And I, I don't cook as much, uh, and I'm going to start, but... Yeah, I, I, I've got I've to have one of his. We got, do you know if Punk and Tony have talked since All Out? I don't know that. I would be surprised if they have, though. I'd be surprised. Hi, Jimmy. Any thoughts on Thurston's report about AEW's profitability? Is the extra pay-per-view strategy a byproduct of that? And is it good for growth? So what we, we, funny enough, we talked about this on this podcast before Brandon's report. Remember, I told you on this yep. podcast, I don't think AEW is profitable yet. Uh, and Brandon more or less said that in his report. Of course, he broke everything down because Brandon is way better with Excel and shit than I am. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I don't believe they're profitable yet either. Uh, I do think the extra pay-per-view is part of that strategy. I also think, though, they're doing it as an experiment because that would be part of a streaming plan, I think. Uh, I think they're doing it to see the interest because if they get a streaming deal, maybe it'll become a monthly thing on Max or something. But uh, their next television deal should get them profitable. I'm, I'm sure that that's what Tony yeah. Khan is expecting. Any news on Scorpio Sky should have been in the in the Continental Classic. Uh, no, uh, they there were some pitches for him, but they should have been using him by now. Heard anything about Jamie Hayter? She wasn't expected back this year. Uh, do you think if Becky stays, Seth does? Yeah, I do. I think they'll probably do that. I mean, they travel together. They, you know, it's. I, th I think so for sure. Ryan says, I want Jimmy's take on what happened with Vince and TKO, with TKO putting their SEC filings that Vince will have a negative impact on their business to Vince dumping $8.4 in stocks. Oh, it's it was more than $8.4 in stocks. It was 8.4 million shares. I think that's that's what he meant. Yeah, hun yeah hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah. Oh, it was like 600 some million, I think. Yeah, it was insane. So um, long story short, you know, as I kind of talked about already, I think that Endeavor knew what they were doing. Uh, I think that their plan was to tell Vince what he wanted to hear in order to get the deal. Remember, they did it. Uh, it was a stock deal. There was no cash up front. And so I think they did what they had to do. They told him what they had to tell him. And now I think they're planting the seeds for a uh, no confidence vote. That's just what I think. However, I think that Vince's circle, because I'm not going to credit Vince for too much of this stuff because Vince is old and doesn't really know what he's doing. Vince's yeah. circle, I think, told Vince. And I'm sure that Vince himself, when he did this deal, 
probably wanted to, you know, doesn't, didn't totally, totally trust the process. I'm not going to be the guy anymore. I want to make sure my money, you know, is there. And so he didn't want to lock up on his shares. Uh, and now, you know, you see how things are going and he's, he's turned around, flipped the switch and sold a bunch of them. I think that one is a result of the other. I, I think that Vince and his people have recognized maybe things aren't quite going the way that we had hoped. Let's uh, get our cash. And I think that's what happened. So we'll see how 2024 goes. Who would we like to see win the AEW title from MJF? I feel like I'm a swerve mark today. Swerve Strickland. Go He's with great. the hot hand. Well, like right now, if you could think right now, Sean, of the AEW equivalent to LA Knight, I'm talking to guy that like just hit, you know what I mean? The AEW yeah. equivalent to LA Knight, who is it? It's Swerve Strickland. Who else is there? Yeah. There is yeah, nobody I think else. That, I think that he is the one that, yes, like I look at and I'm like, damn, that's. But that's in terms smart. of momentum and in terms of like now he's beaten Hangman twice. He's got momentum. He's got presence. Swerves the guy. There's nobody else. I don't think that could step in, take that title, and have the crowd accept it right now. He's the guy. Yeah, uh, we've got Rock Hard Joel Wood saying when Austin had neck surgery, he still did the stunner, but modified it. Do you see Randy doing that with the RKO? The stunner was more about lower back uh, and and your ass than it was your your neck. And Randy, it's all you're landing on your back the whole time. Right. You're landing on your back, which is unfortunate. Yeah. Um, John Wick says, how would you rebuild the ROH title? Television title. Like, oh, the TV title. Oof. Mm. I think you got to immediately reestablish it by putting all-time classic ROH matches on there. Have people go after it that, that means something in wrestling. That way it appears that way. I just wouldn't have. I wouldn't have done it like that. And I, I know a lot of people, yeah, I just wouldn't have done it like that, but you got to make it seem desired. Uh, we got Will Chisholm saying, y'all know, uh, but when Vince says he's helping out with the TV deal, is that Nick Khan's job? So Vince is just a face. Yeah, it wouldn't shock me if Vince was simply a mascot at this point. Uh, I, I think Nick Khan probably has a lot of say and a lot of influence on almost anything and everything that involves dollar signs in WWE. And he's, He's one of the all-time greatest hires in WWE history, point blank period. Nick Khan being brought into that company completely revolutionized that company and says, I would let Bailey win the Rumble. They turn on her on that SmackDown like they did with Randy. I would love Bailey winning the Royal Rumble. That'd be cool too. But what about Nick? Nick Khan? Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, the, the, the conspiracy theorist in me could almost be like, I wonder if him and Ari talked before he took that job. But, yeah. uh, but no, Nick, Nick Khan is a very competent, uh, executive. Uh, I believe that he did, he, he was part of the last round of rights five years ago, I believe. And the things that they've changed that have worked for them, like Saturday pay-per-views, that was a Nick Khan thing that's worked out really well. He's a very competent executive. I think that this round of rights, uh, I haven't heard about Vince being involved, like, like the, the SmackDown deal to uh, USA, yeah. the CW deal for NXT. I haven't heard about Vince being involved. Wouldn't surprise me if, let's say, they're dealing with a television executive that's a wrestling fan. You bring Vince in, have him sit in a chair. You get to ask Vince about, I don't know, uh, Steve Austin in 99. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. uh, otherwise, Vince isn't. He's not doing any negotiation on this stuff. We are uh, finally getting to our last three Super Chats. We are going to head over to the list goes on after this. AW Injury News, Hangman Swerve News. I've got a full Q&A coming for you guys tomorrow morning on FightfulSelect.com as well. 
Just Mass says, is Randy back in full-time in some capacity? That I don't know. I will be asking this weekend. Uh, Ronan Mike says, with both promotions having lengthy title reigns, how do you get over your talent? Love it when a UFC champ loses after a long reign and opens up the division like the middleweight title right now. Everyone seems like a viable contender. Well, in wrestling, also, it's almost like your first contender almost doesn't even count in, in a lot of ways. By the way, uh, Joel, uh, we got to wrap up Super Chats, by the way. I saw you sending one in. But um, it's almost like when when Seth and Becky won and they put him up against Lacey and Baron, we knew they didn't have a chance type of thing. So there are, are pitfalls to that as well. To me, I like to put people in positions where you go, neither one of these guys can afford to lose because that's the point. You build up a challenger and you think he can't afford to lose this match against another person that says he can't afford to lose this match. Because guess what? Somebody's got to lose this match. That's just how it is. I mean, Roman Cody at WrestleMania, everybody thought Cody was winning that match. There you go. So so that was definitely one that was built up, you know, in that capacity. I do think with both guys, MGF and with Roman, and even with, with Gunther, all of them are at yeah. a point now where whoever beats them, they're getting a massive opportunity, and uh, they got to make sure they go with the right person. Cody, I think, is going to be the guy. I still think Swerve is the guy to beat MJF. Gunther, I don't know, man. Like, who, who would you Gunther. pick? I wouldn't have anybody beat Gunther until you couldn't deny it anymore. Gunther is that guy. That promo he cut on Miz this week was one of the best of He's the year. He's very good. Yep. Incredible. Rock Hard says, is there anything Vince does in WWE that could be hard to replace when he's gone? Anything at all? No, there is nothing that Vince McMahon does anymore that would be hard to replace. And how do I know that? Because they didn't have a problem replacing it for six months. And when Vince saw that, he pushed his way back in. Yeah, I mean, Vince for years was known as that cutthroat business guy. Uh, but now they got Nick Khan. And, and Hunter's yeah. not dumb either. Hunter Hunter's a smart guy. But whatever Hunter's shortcomings are uh, in business due to maybe an experience, they more than make up for it with Nick. And the other way, whatever, short, whatever shortcomings Nick has in terms of wrestling, they more than make, up, uh, make it up with Hunter. So I almost feel like those two guys have replaced Vince McMahon. And uh, and with all due respect to him, I don't want to be ageist or anything, but with all due respect to him, he is not today what he was 30 years ago. Like, this is not the Vince McMahon that went national with WWE and beat the shit out of WCW. This is not the same guy. It's yeah. not. That's just how it is. Last one. New Lack City says, I was meh on Continental Classic until I saw the 12 wrestlers. This is going to be exactly what AEW fans have been asking for, showcasing guys like Andrade, Garcia, Swerve, Brody. Give me Eddie versus Swerve final, please. I think Swerve should make it to the final, but also I feel like some of these early matches, if Swerve loses two straight opening matches, there is a built-in excuse, Jimmy, because of what he went through on Saturday. It is. I suppose complete, that's true. I suppose. Well, he's he's he, not. He's, I don't think he's working this week, is he? I, I let me. I'll have to look. I but, can look right uh, now. But I mean, that is a built-in excuse to say he's beat to shit. Actually, this <laughs> week he's got Jay Lethal on Dynamite tonight. Uh, if he loses to Jay Lethal, right? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like if they had it on Swerve Moxley, Listen, I would have done. I would have done Swerve Brody King, and you give. Brody King, a big-ass win early on. He mows down Swerve, who is just beat all to shit. And, and well, then, then if you want Jay Lethal to beat him after the Hangman and the Brody thing, well, Swerve's already in a hole, 0-2. Oh, He's got to fight his way back. Because the reality is, a lot of people are going to sympathize with Swerve Strickland after what he went through. The only on issue Saturday. is Brody, Brody's in the Blue League. Swerve's in the Gold is League. Is he in the Blue League? Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah. So you got Moxley. Yep. Yep. So you got Moxley's in the gold league. Mark Briscoe, Roosh, Jay Lethal, Jay White. You're right. Jay White could beat Swerve. There you go. Right. He could be. You're right. You're right. You're absolutely right. Um, Damn. Damn. I could see Brody beating uh, Brian Danielson then. Either way, guys, Fightful Select. We're going over there. We went way over time today. Yes, we did. So we got to do 10 minutes on, on Select right now. Until next time, we're out. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.